You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bustin' Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host. Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. We mentioned we would let you hear our interview with Yoandi Morales. We did catch up with the Fred Nats slugger thanks to Eric Bach of the Fredericksburg Nationals who helped get him on the program for us. This was Yoani Morales. Good, good. How are you guys? Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Thank you. Why don't we just start with when the Nats drafted you? Uh, in round two, I talked to you a couple times before the draft on MLB Radio. The thought at the time when I talked to you was you were going to go somewhere in the middle of the first round. Somehow you were available yeah. at pick 40. I don't I don't know how that happened. Did you ever make sense of what happened during the draft and, and why you were still there for the Nats at 40 and how it all worked out? Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of things just didn't, didn't plan, plan out how it was. Uh, obviously, the draft is a crazy thing, crazy experience, but obviously ended up working at the end. I, I got to a great organization. Uh, I feel really special to be here, and everything they, they treated me really well, so I'm super happy to be in this position right now. Yeah, and what was that like for you, waiting to hear your name called? You finally get a call with pick number 40, but what was that like for you with the waiting process? Yeah, I mean, super stressful in the beginning, of course, just sitting there with my family and everybody just waiting to see when my name gets called and I was there in pick 40 so we were all excited and happy uh, to be picked by a national so it was a stressful and crazy and amazing experience at the same time. The good thing is it was that first night of the draft 40th pick so you didn't have to wait overnight or anything like that. What was your draft party like? What was your setup? You know who was there and what were you guys uh, what was on the menu? What were you eating? Where where, where, where was it? Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, we were uh, home me and my family Friends and family, a lot, a lot of people actually couldn't even park some cars. But now nah, a bunch of Cuban food and just everybody's hanging outside and just talking. So it was a, obviously a great experience with friends and family. Yeah, and did you know that the Nationals were interested? Obviously, they have the number two overall pick and take Dylan Cruz. Yeah. Didn't you know they weren't picking again till forty? I'm sure you were obviously hoping to be picked earlier than you were. But did you know the Nationals had some interest? Were you thinking that there was a possibility you could go there? Uh, no, actually, I never really spoke to the Nationals before before that night. Wow, that's surprising. That's very interesting. So then they they call your name. I'm sure you were stunned. Uh, what happens after that? Between you know, when you're drafted to when you finally show up and go to the, the FCL, like what's that process like? Who do you talk to and, and how much downtime did you have? Uh, zero downtime, honestly. Yeah, I wanted to be prepared and ready before before I even got there. So I was still training on my own and doing the things here and there just so I could be ready by the time I get there. So there was really no downtime. 
And what's it been like? Has it just been a whirlwind, everything happening kind of all at once? You get drafted, like you said, not much downtime. Next thing you know, you're playing baseball yeah. at the Florida Complex League. Now you're all the way up in, you know, A-ball. What's it been like for you the last really, you know, month and a half or so? I mean, it all, it all happened so fast, but it's, it's been an amazing experience being able to just play baseball and do the thing I love, is which is play baseball, which I've done my whole life. So everybody has treated me super well, all my teammates and friends here. They've uh, brought me in open arms, and it's just been working really well just, just playing baseball with the guys and trying to get some wins. Yoandi Morales out of the University of Miami, second-round pick by the Nats, 21 years old, been playing third base at Fredericksburg. He's 6'4", 225. So we went out and saw you after uh, really about your first handful of games in Fredericksburg. And the first thing that I noticed sitting by the dugout you are a massive guy, man. I mean, not only you know, six <laughs> four doesn't really cover it, and two twenty five, big, physical, muscular, but you handle third really well. That night, you made two outstanding plays defensively, including okay, slapping a, a tag down. You basically hit a dude right in the face with your glove and the ball, <laughs> trying to get back to the bag, and then whipped it across the infield. So you moved around well. But I, I want to talk about your size. I know your father yeah. was a, a star Cuban baseball player. Like, were you always really big? Have you been? Uh, you know, a guy who lifted weights since you were a kid. Like, tell me a little bit about uh, the no, maturation I, I of your body. I started lifting weights. I started lifting weights when I got to college, my freshman year of college, and I really was on a program and lifted it all through high school. And, and with that so natural, I, with that natural size, have you always been a baseball player? Did you play football? Did you play any other sports? I've always played baseball in a team. I mean, obviously, feel like baseball players can play any other sport. So I played every other sport like for fun, but not not really in a team. So. Baseball my whole life. Were you always super tall? Uh, kind of. Not, not as much as going into my my junior year of high school. Then I had a growth spurt. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but you handle your size well. That's why I assume you kind of got used to it along the way. Um, how about like, your game defensively at third base? I mean, so far you've gotten really good reviews of how you've handled that area at Fredericksburg. What kind of work do you yeah. put in on that side of the ball? I mean, obviously, I started when before I got to college. I was a shortstop, so I felt like I've always moved moved pretty well, especially being a shortstop. But it was obviously it was a big change going at their base when I moved to college. Just had a lot of things to work on. wasn't obviously the best my my first year there, but just started working on on that, and I feel super confident that I was their baseman. And it's been going really well, especially moving here to Fredericksburg. Our infield coach and all the infield coordinators have have helped me. And early work, defense, and, and things like that, just getting better every single time. What's been the biggest adjustment for you? We talk all the time. You know, we've talked plenty about Dylan Cruz and coming from the SEC as well as yeah. Andrew Pinckney, your teammate as well. You're coming from the ACC, now playing an A-ball. What's been the biggest adjustment for you? Honestly, the way I look at it is it's just baseball. I've been doing this my whole life. I'm obviously, adjustments here and there, just, just getting used to different types, style of pitching. I would say, but that's in-game adjustments that that I feel like I, I've been making and I could make. So other than that, it's just a game I've been playing my whole life. 18 hits so far and 51 at-bats at Fredericksburg. So that's a 353 average. But what's crazy, Toby, is 18 hits. How about already seven extra base hits? Love it. So the slug is over 500 to go with a 940 OPS. You've been a doubles machine so far in Fredericksburg. What about the level of competition? 
You know, one thing I've talked with a lot of guys about in the past is I kind of view the SEC, the premium conference, as maybe almost like an A-plus level when you're dealing with the velocities. What about the ACC? I mean, it's also a good conference. You're taking on some solid pitching. How would you compare what you were dealing with at Miami to, like, the pitching you see in the level of competition in A-ball right now? I mean, of course, you do. The more you move up in in the in levels, and the further you get going in baseball, obviously the pitching is going to be better than you know what it is, or just different pitching. They know how to pitch you, but I mean, ACC is up there with with the SEC. There's, there's always those top teams there, and the bottom team as well in the SEC and the ACC. So it's not. I feel like it's not really changed. We we face Florida as well, which is one of the top SEC schools. So I feel like the ACC is right up there with it. But I just feel like you just got to make adjustments and, and keep playing the game you've been playing. I got to ask you about this because, Grant, where did you go to college? George Mason University. Okay, so you were out here in this area. I went to college in Wisconsin. Yolanda, you went to college at Miami. What was that yeah. like? <laughs> baseball, baseball, baseball. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. He probably just, you know, <laughs> I was just watching fastballs and curveballs. I didn't see anything else, right, Yolanda? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're just focusing on baseball. Um, do you have a follow up on Miami, or should I keep it moving? <laughs> I, I, I guess he just played baseball the down U. there, so he had nothing else to go off. Oh, of. That's right. Well, <laughs> he doesn't know anything. I've lived Miami my whole life, so it's the same thing every day. That's funny. <laughs> um, I, I want to get into your your approach at the plate. So when you were drafted and you fell in the draft, one of the knocks is that you, you're going to swing and miss. You're so big, you got long yeah. arms. Like that's just going to be part of your game. Guys your size are going to have some swing and miss. My point is always, if someone hits for power, why do I really care that much about that? If they draw yeah. some walks, which you do, if they hit bombs like you did at Miami, then that'll balance itself out. But one thing you've done really well, I feel like, is make contact, put the ball in play so far as a pro. I mean, how much have you kind of heard that knock and what's your take on it, so to speak, and, and what kind of work are you putting in to, to make sure it doesn't become an issue? Yeah, I mean, heard heard throughout my my whole career of my swing and miss, and especially leading up to the draft, that my swing and miss was a, was a big problem. But I am I am where I am today because of the player that I am. And to be honest, I just I feel like I just go out there and obviously try to improve every single day. So the swings and miss is obviously going to be cut down. I have have a great team behind me in the Nationals organization as well, and we're working every single day to cut that down and do the best that I can be. You've also drawn walks. I mean, that, to me, gets lost sometimes in the conversation. I feel like for a guy who can get an A swing off and, and do damage, like you are pretty disciplined. You Early on, getting to watch a lot of Fredericksburg, you go deep into a lot of counts. You spit on some pitches. I mean, is, is that something that's a current focus, or has that always been part of your game even at Miami? I feel like that's probably a, a current focus, just being able to do damage in the pitch that I want to do damage in. And not just trying to swing crazy. Before I was just I was just trying to get ahead of myself and try to do damage early in the count. But you just gotta be more calm, see more pitches and and tax the pitcher and just do what I can. And we talked about some of the swing and miss. What are some ways that you're working on that? Is that something that you're working with a coaching staff on? Is that something that you know you work on every day in the cage? Like how do you fix, you know, and, and get better at some of the swing and swing and miss stuff that you know is in your game? I mean, I, I feel like it's just not swinging at pitches outside of the zone. I feel like that's where some of my swing and miss work outside of the zone, and just just being more selective with my pitches and seeing, seeing the strike zone, the strike zone better. Just being greedy with that. 
are you surprised at all with how you've performed? I mean, to hit 360 now through 60 at bats is pretty incredible to start your pro career. And I know it's a ball, but I mean, you're you're facing some decent pitching and some yeah. decent teams. Did you expect to get off to this kind of start? Are you surprised? I mean, I'm not surprised at all. If anything, I, I feel like I should have been doing better. Um, I just had to make a few adjustments in the beginning. I feel like the first couple of games, just getting used to it, getting back into the swing of things. So I'm not really really surprised. I, I feel like I know what I can do and I know what I bring to the table. So I feel good right now. I just keep, keep things going and keep working. And what's it been like? You're playing with Dylan Cruz, the first round pick. He just won Player of the Week this week. Andrew Pinkney, yeah. uh, you know, picked a couple of rounds later, was the Player of the Week last week. And you're getting to play with those guys. You're all putting results together from the same draft class. I don't know how familiar you were with those guys beforehand, but what's it been like playing with those yeah. guys? I mean, Pinkney is actually I actually met him here for the for the first time, but obviously an incredible baseball player at the USNC, and I've known Dylan Cruz for the longest. I played with him when I was younger. Obviously, not much to say about him. He's he's one. He's a special kid. So playing with playing with those guys just just makes me want to be better and motivates me more to be the best that I can be. Uh, we obviously have a special group here in, in the NATO organization, from guys that are already on top of us and guys drafting now, and we feel really confident and we're just gonna keep working together. Uh, just being with those guys and seeing what they do differently helps me. I help them, and it's been going well so far. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's super exciting right now, especially at Fredericksburg, specifically as as Tobes was talking about with you know the trio from the top four rounds of the draft. What makes Cruz so good? Do you think I saw yesterday five for five with two bombs? Yeah. Uh, why is he such a good hitter? And just as someone who saw him Team USA going back as far as you do, yeah. like what do you what do you think makes him what he is? I mean, he's a professional. Just the way he carries himself on the field, not only on the field but off the field as well. The way he goes about his business, um, obviously, there was a game before that. He, he didn't really do much and didn't bother him at all. He just he knew what he has to do, and he knows what he can do. So it's not like a bad game gets him or anything. He just comes the next day and goes 5-5 five, five with two home runs. So that's the type of player he is. Yeah, and obviously everyone knew about Dylan Cruz coming into the draft. It's someone that we talked about for basically the entire draft process, even the year before. It was someone that people were watching. But Andrew Pinkney is someone that the Nationals took in the fourth round that maybe was down yeah. some draft boards people didn't know about. What's impressed you about him that you've seen? You said you hadn't really met him, but now you get to see him up close yeah. in person. What's it been like playing with him, and uh, what kind of player is Andrew Pinkney? I mean, he's an all-around player. He's, he's thrown out a bunch of guys from the outfield already. I didn't know he had a strong arm like that. And just the way he makes contact, he makes solid contact almost every time. He, when he goes out there, rarely does he strike out. So he's going to be a big asset for sure in the in the future. So that was a great pick by them, obviously. Yoandi Morales playing at Fredericksburg with the Fred Nats. Uh, we'll talk non-baseball stuff and, and get to know you a little bit in a second, but I do have one more kind of nerdy baseball question. So you were at the U. You played in the ACC this year. I got to go to Wake Forest this year and got to walk out on the field and, and just kind of tour their pitching lab and see their facility yeah. after the season. 
I cannot believe how small that ballpark is. And you played, yeah, I think, it's, like it's four. Okay. It's crazy, bro. You played, yeah. I think, four games there, the and I'm looking it up. You'll be smaller pitchers. The pitchers are great for, for playing in that field. Oh, it's insane. Like, yeah, like Rhett Louder yeah. was the best pitcher in the country and went in the top ten, and he, he was the ACC player of the year the last two years, obviously, but their staff yeah. is nasty. But you played four games there. You hit three bombs. It's like two, literally, Toby. It's two ninety nine, I think, or two ninety seven, or something down one of the lines. Like Man, I, I don't even know what out, the like crazy. what the point of it is. But I I was standing <laughs> in the box and I'm like a two hundred career little league hitter, and I was like, shoot, I might be able to hit this out. <laughs> like, what is it like for you when you go to a, I would say a ballpark like that, but there's probably only that ballpark. But you're standing yeah. there and you feel like you could like sneeze a ball over the wall. <laughs> How do you stay in your game and your your swing like? I don't know. I guess yeah. it's a long question. What did yeah, you of think of playing you get there? Happy. Yeah, I mean, you get happy when you go up to the box and you see that field and just trying to do some damage already in the count, just trying to get a ball up in the air that could go. A miss is. It's a home run sometimes. You just got to stay under control and just have the same approach you've always had. Now not that get, not get too comfortable in there. They had the number one pitching staff in America, and a lot of that, I think, is they got good pitching. They got good stuff. Their pitching lab is yeah. off the charts. But I do wonder if it's guys trying to do too much sometimes, like psyching themselves out. Um, it could be. I mean, they should obviously show the numbers outside of their their home games as well. So. That's a good point. <laughs> and never mind. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> one last one before we get to know you off the field a little bit. Obviously, your dad was a baseball player as well. How much has he played into your process of being a, a second-round draft pick by the Nationals now and excelling in A-ball so far? What's that process been like with your dad as well? I mean, he's basically been my coach since I was younger and brought me up and He's taught me most of the things I know how. Always brings up everything, watches my games still, and brings up all the bad things I do. None of they're good. So <laughs> it's been some tough love for sure. Where Braddock High School in Miami, where you're from, are there other guys that have come out of that Miami Dade area to go to the show, or are you the first? Uh, Harold, one of my Harold Martinez, the oh, okay. as well, Marlins, Sean Rodriguez as well. Okay, so that's seven A man, District 15. That that's good baseball, <laughs> I guess. Uh, you you got two guys from the big leagues you're trying to follow the path of. All right, so let's get to know you a little bit. We'll start. We always start with food. I'm a portly fellow. We like talking food. Yep, me as well. Uh, so your meal of choice, maybe you, you know your birthday or you're celebrating. You can be as fat as possible. No one's judging you. What are you gonna eat? Yeah. I mean, I eat anything, but probably have to go with my Cuban food. What is Cuban food when probably. someone says that? Oh, no. it depends. A lot of rice and beans, and I'll be stirred probably. Okay. Okay. I can, probably, I can uh, mess with that. Have you found any good spots in Fredericksburg? I have not. We get a lot of really good food at the field. I oh, see so you mostly eat at the ballpark. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how about what? what is your hobby or passion away from baseball when you get a day off? What do you like to do? I mean, I've been sleeping on these days off. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of working, but. If anything, I probably I like golfing, golfing and fishing. Are you a good golfer? No, you're working on it. <laughs> yeah, I like I'm that answer because I don't think that unless you're a professional, I don't think that any golfer is going to say they're a good golfer. It's I think that's just an honest definitely answer. Hard. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to this because uh, I, I feel insufficient on the answer. You went to college in Miami. You had to do something down there. What else did you do other than baseball? I mean, yeah, but just beach here and there. I mean, I lived in Miami my whole life. It was always nothing, nothing new to me. There's just, just so many things you could do every day in Miami. It's just a Saturday. 
Yeah. My favorite restaurant in the world, Yardbird, Saturday, started in we Miami. That's all, I'm just saying it's just like another day at the beach for you. It's just a normal day. Yeah. Uh, what is your um, last show or, or movie that you binged or watched? What's a, a TV show you, you like to watch? Oof. I just started watching Peaky Blinders right now. Oh, I love that Peaky show. Peaky Blinders Love is that good. show. That's a good one. Have you yeah, seen Oppenheimer? I mean, I'm into it right now. No, I haven't. Yeah, Killian Murphy's fantastic in Peaky Blinders, and he's fantastic in Oppenheimer. Grant and I yeah. could do a whole podcast on just yeah, that. That's, good... that's probably next. I know you don't get yeah, days off. Sure. Break, you don't get many days off, but you got it. There's a good movie theater right there. I think it's Movie Co. or whatever in Central Park. You got to really, it's attached to like a bowling alley. You got a good movie theater you can go to by the ballpark. Last thing for you here, Johandi. You grow up a sports fan. Who were your teams that you were cheering for? We're obviously diehards here in the DMV for all the the Washington teams. Were there any teams that you were diehards about? (laughs) That's a good answer. You you can skip baseball. We'll we'll let you skip baseball. Were there any teams you liked outside of other sports that you were repping? Football, wherever wherever Tom Brady was, I was there. Oh, he's a Brady guy. Oh, Brady Mark. Really? Well, hopefully you can bring the Nationals a couple of championships like Brady did for New England. <laughs> yep, that's the goal. All right, Yohandi. Well, we appreciate you, bro. Thanks so much. Have a good night, and uh, we'll catch up with you. We'll be Thank cheering you, you from afar. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Sounds be good, good man. Perfect. Thank you. Big thanks to the man they call Yo-Yo for the time on this episode of Bust and Lose Baseball. All right, Tobe, final thoughts, my guy. I'm never going to call him Yo-Yo unless he tells me he can because he's much too big for me to say something that would frustrate him. But I'm excited to see what the Nationals do this week, Grant, and I'm looking ahead to Sunday, the Little League Classic. That's going to be a fun one. So exciting week of Nationals baseball. Is that Sunday? Yeah, I was thinking it was next week. That's going to be awesome to see. It's going to be fun. We're going to see the Nats going down the hill. You know, C.J. Abrams is going to be having a field day with all the kids. He's only a little bit older than some of those kids. <laughs> he, 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 He's not that much older than them. A couple of them might look older than yeah, him with their mustache. crazy. And the other thing, Grant, it's pretty cool the Red Sox are coming to town. It feels like I've never seen the Red Sox at Nationals Park. I'm going to get over, over there and check it out. So pretty cool to see the Sox in town. Red Sox, Nats for three at Nats Park. And then they are hosting the Phillies, as you said, uh, Sunday, the final game of what would be the quote-unquote homestand, is the Williamsport game. And then they are in New York to take on the Yankees before heading to Miami to take on the Marlins. That's a long road trip. Then they go to uh, Rogers Center against the Blue Jays before the stretch run of the season. That'll do it for Episode 75 of Bustin' Loose Baseball. Big thanks to producer Darius Dameron. And, of course, as always, to my sidekick, Toby Altizer. Grant Paulson saying so long. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio, Bustin' Loose Baseball. Please rate and review the podcast. Only if you're going to do so favorably and very warmly and nicely Absolutely. and graciously. And also, and this is the most important thing, seriously, uh, please spread the word to your friends that are Nats fans. The only way they're going to listen is if they know that we're doing this twice a week and trying to give them you know, about an hour of really good Nats content a couple times a week. So thank you very much for helping to spread this thing and enjoy some Nats baseball this week.